<laughs> all right, all right, all right. We are um, here. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing it in the uh, recording studio today. I cleaned it up all nice. Yes, it looks great. I then. added a little coffee table that is way too big for the space. Dragons are in. Dragons are in. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> it's very exciting stuff. Um, starting the new year off with something really cool. This that, is our resolution. Yeah, that we haven't really done in like... It's been a couple of years for sure, I think. Three years? Oh, it's been three years. Because <laughs> 2019, right? I think so. So maybe not oh. the beginning of 2019. Yeah, it was probably like March, April of 2019. Oh, man. Yeah, almost three years. Oh, my gosh. It's been a minute. Yeah, like three months, and three years and a couple months for mm-hmm. sure. That's crazy. Maths. Anyway, um, are we going to, we're not really calling this. The fresh off the dead cat anymore, right? We're calling it something else. Rest in peace to the dead R. cat. R.I.P. The dead dead cat. I think the dead, the, seeing the words dead cat really turned people off. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, wait a second, I don't know if I want to hear about dead cats. <laughs> no, you don't get it. There's a whole podcast about a de- de- deceased There's a lot cats? of cats. Is there enough out there? <laughs> we know a lot. <laughs> yeah. We know a guy. We know somebody <laughs> who knows somebody. Those cats. You were well. We don't have a really set brand or anything, but we're mm-hmm. thinking about calling it the Four Corners. Yes, the Four Corners. What those Four Corners are? No idea. No. Well, like when we say Four Corners, we mean like okay, one corner we could like once. What is it like once a week? We would talk about a corner, mm-hmm. right? And a corner mm-hmm. could essentially be like entertainment or like politics. Or I was gonna say politics, like something crazy, like the crazy quirky category. Crazy like, quirky. Where we can have crazy quirky corner. Yeah, the crazy quirky. We're gonna change the quirky to a C just to make it work. We're doing it this time. And then like whatever, I don't know what other what the other corner would be, but it'd be something cool, I guess. I was supposed to come up with a topic today, and I think I really wanted to talk about um because I think at some point we're gonna have to talk about it just as like. A memoriam of sorts, but mm. are both the facts that we had when we both got COVID. Oh. And I think I want to just talk about, like, I don't know, just bring it out there. And sure. People can talk. Like, and I think what's so interesting, um, because some of my family members have gotten it, and they've had different symptoms to me, and we both have the same variant of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really interesting how my brother, who is, like, four years younger than me, is kind of, like, a lot more, more sick or he got more hmm. symptoms than I did. Or maybe I like didn't realize that I had certain symptoms because I was the first one to get sick. And sure. then everybody was like, I don't know. Once they knew they had COVID, they're like, oh, I can't smell anymore. Like, even though yeah, they like, can't I didn't, actually. I didn't know, like, have that. Like, yeah. I could smell, like, I guess <clears throat> my my nose was um, very congested. Yeah, but that's different. So I couldn't smell to, like, a certain point. But that's different than, right. like, losing your smell. And then that also doesn't help when you've lost your sense of taste and you have no idea like that about anything. Like, I just like I couldn't imagine that mouthfeel and like how it would feel to like eat something and you have no idea what it's supposed to taste like. The fact that that right there that alone that symptom by itself was not enough to make everybody you know lock down wear masks get vaccinated do anything you can to not get COVID because like that's the worst thing that I could probably imagine is like not being able to taste or smell like especially for the people that have had this like long term for like months or even like a year or even years now at this point like that is crazy who knows how long that's gonna last and just from getting like one preventable illness you lose like the two 
senses that give you like the most pleasure you know out of like all of your food for sure you know all of your surroundings like I the fact that that doesn't just scare everybody into doing whatever they can to not get COVID is is crazy and I think what's interesting too is like one it's like one of those things where you don't realize how terrible it is until it's happened to you Mm. and unfortunately that's like the main narrative of a lot of people out there who are not vaccinated is that they're like well nothing is happening in my vicinity and I have no idea what that experience is like and I'm only hearing it secondhand which should like secondhand information about like other people's experiences should be enough for you to be like oh shit I don't I don't want that mm. but some people unfortunately have to like go through the whole ringer to be like oh wait a second this is absolutely terrible and I can't believe that, like, I didn't try to do better, or they say, like, okay, well, I got sick, and it wasn't that bad, and it's like, no, dude, it was really bad. Like, mm-hmm. I know what you went through, for sure, because I've been there. Right, or even for me, and I know for you, like, we were both vaccinated before, like, before getting it, and so our symptoms were a lot less, so for me, it really wasn't that bad as a sickness, but I knew, because, you know, I trust people who know much more than me, um, that it's because I was vaccinated that my symptoms were so... Hello? <laughs> our TV. Sorry. Sorry, our TV just, our TV just turned I on. I don't know, maybe. Oh, here. This, I don't think there's anything behind me. I think it's the, um, the Blu-ray disc, right? Like, directly behind you. Oh, it sensed, it sensed me. I don't know. It's um, spooky. That was really weird, especially when in a basement. This basement, well... A little, I don't know, maybe like a couple years ago, I was down here in the basement and I had just watched a scary movie with my sister and she went back upstairs because her room's upstairs and I was just like chilling down here on the couch, you know, on my phone, complete silence. It was like a pretty much complete darkness too because we had turned the lights off to watch the movie. And I don't really, I don't know. I like horror movies. They don't really have a lasting effect on me or anything. So I was just chilling, laying down on the couch, relaxing, kicking back. Acting cool, you know, and <laughs> you know, doing this, what I do. <laughs> for some context, my parents we moved here in 2017, and when we moved here, the people who had this place before us left their surround sound system. So these fixtures up here, which is really nice, you know, we've never had surround sound before, so that was really nice. But while I'm sitting down here, all of a sudden it like turns on, but it doesn't turn on like the TV or anything. It just turns on the surround sound, and it's just this one. It sounds like some sort of string instrument, maybe like a cello or like a violin, and it's just like one note. And it just like got like louder and louder and then it just stopped and like turned oh, off. Weird. And, and well before That's it turned off, it was like weird. some voice that was like surround sound and like something, you know. Mhm. Like it connected works. to like some bluetooth of sorts. Sure, yeah. Somehow. Exactly. And then it just like turned off and I was like um, no, I'm gonna go sleep upstairs. Bye-bye. Yeah, like, um, I cannot be down here tonight unless I have all of the doors open, all of yeah. the, the lights on. So anyways, that was a bit of a detour. COVID. Back to COVID. Yes. <laughs> yeah, before the TV turned on for no reason. Um, I guess we were just, we were talking about how, um, now I don't remember. Well, whoops. me having, oh, whoops. <laughs> me... Having not really any symptoms at all, which was right. almost because we worse. Were both vaccinated, yeah. Which I don't want to say almost worse because I know people have really, really bad symptoms. But it was worse than just having like a cold because I still had to quarantine. And I was, I mean, I know that 
I should have quarantined and I did. So I was like, okay with doing it because I know that was the, the thing to do. But at the same time, it sucked even more that I felt fine because it was like, I don't want to just like lay in bed and sleep all day like I probably would if I had a fever or if I You're had like, a cold. You're like, if I'm going to get sick, then I'm going to get sick. Right. Like, if I have to quarantine, then go all the way, right. you know, like make it worthwhile for me because that's, cause that, cause that's how I felt too. Cause mm-hmm. I was, I had just like a nose congestion and maybe like a cough a couple days later and like m- m- mainly because there's like a bunch of mucus mm-hmm. um and i just remember thinking to myself i was like wow this really sucks like even more so because mm-hmm. i'm not totally sick right and if i also for like for any reason didn't get tested and to s- see if it was positive because i thought maybe like who's to say it was just a cold you know yes. but that's the thing is like you have to test yourself just mm-hmm. in case because it, it could be covid and then you could get a, a ton of people others like other people sick and I think that's when I realized that maybe I should, because, I mean, work told me I needed to get um, tested for it anyway because somebody at work had said mm-hmm. that they were sick. And so then I was like, well, but if they didn't say anything for any reason and they just were like, well, I'm, gonna, I'm at home, you know, just with a little fever, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm just, I just got the cold, right. you know? Well, the same thing happened to me. I... I didn't have anybody that I was, like, exposed to. I still, to this day, I'm not sure how exactly I got it. I'm pretty sure I got it from the restaurant that I work in because this was before we were requiring um, guests to be vaccinated to eat there, which we do now, Um, but this was in the beginning of September of 2021, so this was kind of in that weird... Lots of people are vaccinated, and the vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask, and if you're not vaccinated... You don't, you have to wear a mask, but there's no way of like, we're not going to like check if you are and make you, you know, it's basically just a free pass for all the unvaccinated people to just not wear a mask too. Right. And be like, oh, I'm vaccinated. It's fine. So I had no, no idea which customers, you know, were vaccinated or not. And so I could have gotten it from any of my customers. Um, and it kind of, the timeline matched up of, you know, when they say it's like two to three days before any sort of symptom is mm. when you might have contracted it so it lined up but anyways I only had like it could have easily been like allergies you know it's the start of fall you know it could have easily and I just had like the same thing like a little bit of congestion and I went on a hike with my sister for like I went we went on like a seven mile hike or something and the next day my body hurt and I was like yeah that makes sense sore I just went on a seven mile hike for the first time in a couple months like that makes sense, you know? But, like, my back hurt, and you know how it kind of happens when you have a fever. And then, for, like, one day, my skin, I don't know if you ever get this, but, like, when I get sick with, if I have a fever, my skin almost, like, almost, like, hurts to touch. It's not really, like, it hurts, but it's just, like, different kind of sensitivity. Yeah. Like, especially if it's, like, under cold water, or, like, it just feels different. Like, I, I can almost just, like, have, like, a spidey sense of, like, Ooh. when there's an infection in my body because yeah, yeah, I can yeah. feel it on my skin. And I kind of had, like, a slight... It wasn't as bad as it normally is if I have, like, the flu or something in the past. But mm-hmm. it was there, you know? And it was enough for me to be like, what's going on with me? You know, I have a little bit of congestion. And I even told my sister, I told my parents, I told her and Anna, you know, like, you know, maybe I have COVID. And they're like, they're like, no, like... You literally have no symptoms. Like, you're fine. You don't know anybody who has had it. You've been wearing masks in public and you've gotten vaccinated. Like, there's such a low likelihood. And for some reason, before I went to work with a bunch of children on Monday, 
I was like, I have to go get a rapid test. Like, I have to do it before I go to work. I don't, I would rather get tested and, you know, waste a bunch of my time and have it come back negative than go to work, then get tested, it have it come back positive and be like, oh, sorry guys, like, yeah. Just I was positive. Just expose all these and children yeah. and right. then they expose it to their parents right. or, or their somebody grandparents else. or their yeah. whoever. And so... I was just like, you know what, I'm, there's something in me, there's just this deep, like, intuition that it's COVID, like, I just, I just know it is, you know, and everybody else told me, like, it's probably not, you're probably fine, and I was just like, no, like, I, I, there's something in me just, like, nagging at me that I should go get tested, and I did, 100% expecting a negative result, because everybody told me it's fine, you right. know. Right, and you also know as a person, you're like, I am vaccinated, I do right. wash my hands all the time, I carry around, like, hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. I wear my mask whenever I can, yeah. like, you do the things... Because that's what they tell you to not get sick, and mm-hmm. then you're like, how could I get sick? Right. And so I was totally expecting a negative result, but the doctor came back in, and he was literally like, so I have some results here for you, and they are, and he did this, like, pause, like it was some sort of fucking, like, game show or something, he was like, <laughs> positive. Positive! <laughs> Do you want to spin around door three? <laughs> positive. And I was like, oh, cool, <laughs> good, good, good. So, you know, I had to let everybody at work know, and... I literally went back out in my car because with the urgent care, it's like you have to wait in your car until they call in. And then as soon as like you're done, you have to go back in your car and like do the like patient check out patient paperwork or whatever. Right. And I'm like, I literally was like in my car, I like started crying because I was so frustrated that like I had gone from, I had gone a year and a half, right? From March 2020 without getting it, being like so safe. I got yeah. my vaccine as soon as it pos- I possibly could, but Six months to the date, I got my second dose on March 6th, September 8th, I had my positive result, which is six months and two days after my second dose, which at the time we didn't know was like around the time where it starts to wear off. But mm-hmm. I was just like, really? Like now? After yeah. everything that I've done? You like, <laughs> you know? well, and I think that's the, the narrative for a lot of people who are <clears throat> vaccinated and are all of a sudden now getting, you know, the Omicron variant or, mm-hmm. you know, are really feeling the effects of the Delta out there, and it's just, because I didn't, because I got sick six months after mm-hmm. I had my second shot, because mm-hmm. I got my second shot, like, in May, right, for the film festival, and then, um, I had just gotten my, like, a text from, like, the state of Colorado, and they were like, hey, like, you're now eligible for so, your booster, booster, blah, 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 um, go get it as soon as you can, and I got it, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll wait until the weekend to set up, an, like, an appointment, because I don't have time to sit down and, like, figure out how I'm gonna, like, you know, because getting on any sort of wait list during mm-hmm. the holiday season is just, like, basically a bitch to mm-hmm. try to do. So yeah, you like, look at... I have no idea. Like, I'm just going to do it when I have the time. And then my cousin came home to Colorado and stayed at my, my family house. Um, for, like, he was planning on staying there for, like, the whole week. And then he was like, well, I want to take just a test just in case because I know that, like, you know, grandma, she's a little older, mm-hmm. and then my mom, she had breast cancer a couple years ago, so she, like, is also very kind of, like, sensitive to certain things, and, um, the whole family, the whole house is vaccinated, so mm-hmm. there's not anybody there that's, you know, that was of any sort of, oh, I have to do yeah. it, like, I have to make sure, and then he, he got those take-home tests, and we found, like, literally the last one, probably, at the mm-hmm. Cats Rock Greens. <clears throat> Like shout out Casper Uncle Aldrich. Shout out Casper Walgreens <laughs> for not having literally anything ever. Um, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to take one real quick? Just because I know you have to take one for work because someone at work got sick." And I was like, "Oh, shit, maybe, probably, I should." And so then I took it, and his immediately went to negative, and mm-hmm. mine immediately went to positive. Like it happened within five minutes. 
And I remember standing there and I was like, this is can't be not true. okay. This like, can't th- be right. There's no way. And then yeah. I remember for like a day and a half, like until I could finally get an appointment to go get it done. Like, like a PCR. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, there's no way. Like I'm like the 5% that got a false negative or yeah. a false positive. positive yeah. And nope, <laughs> it's not true. And I remember being so pissed off because I was like, there are people out there who are probably not vaccinated and are perfectly fine and are exposing themselves no matter what. And I have done everything in my power to be safe and be safe for myself and be safe for my family <laughs> and other people out there, like people I work with and the people I interact with every day. And mm-hmm. then I just get sick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's the thing. Thanks. That, that's the thing that just like drives me mad about like the unvaccinated argument to not getting it. <clears throat> I am all for doing what you want to do with your body on your time on your terms when it only affects you right emphasis on that last part you know when it only affects you and a lot of people are like well you know if other people are scared of getting it from me then they just get vaccinated and they wear their mask and they whatever but it's not just about like you giving it to other people it's about you getting hospitalized and the thousands of other people hundreds of thousands of other people that are unvaccinated getting hospitalized And then, whoops, somebody gets in a car accident or they have a seizure or they break their arm or, you know, they have an emergency whatever and suddenly there's no ICU beds. There's no hospital beds in general. There's a long wait in the emergency room because of all of these people that are taking up space once they get the... And I get that there's, like, hospitals and hospital staff can't, like, make other people a priority. They can't be, like... Well, I'm treating these people first because you're unvaccinated and so fuck you, you know? Right. But, like, like I get that, too. Just like they wouldn't do to, like, if a felon came in. Sure. Like, I get that, too. Like, you can't go down that slippery slope of, like, well, like, choosing, picking and choosing who gets treatment. Right. But when there's something that you can do. Actively do. Something so simple, something free, something widely accessible in most places, in the United States at least, that could prevent that from happening and just like benefit society as a whole it's not just about you at that point you know it is about other people and it isn't about you spreading it to other people because yes other people can make their own choices on how safe they want to be too it's about the system as a whole and how much room there is for everybody and how much um infrastructure we have and how many workers that we have that are able to treat a certain amount of people at a certain amount of time and if you're screwing that all up you're screwing it all up and affecting Sort all sorts of different avenues, and like right. that's the thing that bothers me. It's like, well, it's only affecting me. It's my body. It's my choice. Oh, you know, yeah. it's not just about you. Well, and it's like think, too, like you're sick, and then you go into a hospital, and you have to be hospitalized for COVID, and then you're also exposing yourself to these nurses and doctors and mm. these people who are trying to help you mm-hmm. because you could have done something to help yourself and yeah. you didn't. And now they could get sick, and then they could continue to keep spreading it to their family members, their friends. And it's just, like, this vicious cycle, and it's just just sad to see that, like, we're at this point where I think society is so split. Like, you're either on one side or you're on the other side. And that may or may not have contributed to the last four years that we had with our our past president um, really making that, like, that narrative be so. Oh, of course, yeah. The country has gotten so radicalized so yeah, fast. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, and it's, it, everything is not so black and white. There is a bunch of room for all this gray, and you don't have to pick one or the other, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can do it for 
other reasons or you can do it for no reason at all and it's just it's funny to see people feel like they have to choose between the both yeah when there is this like i mean nothing is black and white and there's no yes or yes or no or mm-hmm. and it's just um it's just like crazy to see mm-hmm. until they get sick and or until somebody in their family gets sick <laughs> and then they're like oh well now i have somebody to, they now know I have dies. to do yeah. it and you're like well, cool. Like, I wish that didn't happen to you. Like, I wish you just used your fucking brain, right. but you didn't. Right. And now you're living with those consequences, and that sucks. Yeah. Because I don't want I don't want that for you. I wouldn't wish anybody the little small sickness that I got from COVID mm. on, like, my worst enemy, because I know how shitty it can be, and I know how shitty it can be on a person who is not vaccinated. And how much it just, like, affects everything else, you know, when <clears throat> when I got it. We, at my job, at, in the school that I work at, we were in the middle of testing that is, you know, for the large part, my responsibility. And so when I get sick and I can't come to school for 10 days, these two poor instructional coaches who have so much else to do, who are trying to support these 30 other teachers, you know, during the beginning of the year, which is the hardest for everybody, getting to know your students, getting to do all of the testing, starting a new curriculum, um, you know, we just transitioned into dual language, just like double time, everything, because you're in two languages. These four instructional coaches are like, shoot, now we have to do the testing because you can't come in and like, oh no, Kristen, like, I don't know what to do because I didn't go to the training because, you know, you were this is intended to do. This right? I was intended to fall into. Right. And so we have students who are tested incorrectly or, you know, they aren't given, you know, instructions on how to show their best effort on tests, and then they're enrolled as an English language learner, which is the designation that's going to be on their, you know, their, on their, their school little profile until that they test out, meaning they have to take an extra test every year, meaning that they have to have extra support every year. And then it's like, just my little infection had no symptoms, just for me being, just one person being out of the system affected probably like, you know, at least seven or eight kids, which is like, when you think about grand scale of how many people are getting affected, infected, and how many people are having to stay home, away from their duties, how those duties are being transferred to other people. You said vicious cycle, which made me think of like how the unvaccinated that, well, you know, just the spread in general and how it's allowing to spread and allowing to infect people. The virus is like, oh, hell yeah. Like I have a host. I have you know, a host anytime that I want and I'm going to get better at infecting that host. And that's how we get all these variants. And then you get to public schools that had done everything in their power not to go remote. have gotten all of their staff vaccinated. Because people complained about getting their school, their kids back into schools yep. when we didn't have the resources to do so, mm-hmm. didn't have the people to do so. And there's all these other things that, yeah. So and anyway, now we're yeah. here, like we did it. We took the steps to try to eradicate COVID. And when you compare where we were, you know, in maybe like November, 2021 to, you know, right at the beginning of lockdown, March, 2020, when we felt so helpless and like, what are we going to do? And we don't know the end of this or how this is going to change or how long this is going to last to now we have vaccines. Now we know more about it. Now we know the time that you need to quarantine. Now you know the distance that is safe to stay at. Like we got to a point as, you know, a collective that we felt like we were one step ahead of the virus. Now here we are back in January 2022. and After we just had a, a fun over the summer because sure. everybody complained about not 
having time to go outside and do all these things. Yeah. And be responsible and, like, be back to human life again. Right. It's like, we're not going back to being normal. Well, now we're here and we have five teachers currently that ought to have Omicron. And they probably don't have that bad symptoms, but they have to stay home. So right. what happens when you have five teachers gone and there's a national substitute shortage, especially in Colorado, because they get paid $150 a day for eight hours of work. Who is going to choose to do that? No. <laughs> um, so there's no substitutes. So that means anybody in the building that has a teacher's license, meaning instructional coaches, meaning reading professionals, um, special education, speech language therapists, like any working professional that has a license in the building has to go into that classroom and cover for the day or cover for, you know, 1125 to 1210. And then Vanessa, you got to come in, you got to do this from 1210 to 105. And then from, like, it's a mess and it's pulling everybody in different directions and away from all of their duties and spreading us so thin that if we lose one more teacher, we don't have enough staff to be licensed to cover that. And you got to go back remote. Right. So it's like, because people have just let this go on and because people are like, well, it only affects me by not getting unvaccinated or not getting vaccinated. Now we have this new variant that's starting all over again. That's affecting not just schools worldwide, but everything. Like everybody got sick yeah. all at once. And then it was like this idea where it's like, okay, well, we told you it was going to spread. You should have known, especially during cold season, that it was going to come back again because we refused to do anything more productive mm -hmm. towards like wearing masks in the times that we need to or everybody getting vaccinated. And it's just like funny to see because we're going to be stuck in this, just in this like vicious cycle again. As long as people let it spread. And yeah. well, it's just like people are, we're, we're as a country, we're so individualized where we, we have to have our own cars to get to places when obviously public transport like transportation could be way better for the environment and better for us as a society. Like not only, okay, so cars, right? And then when it comes to vaccinations, being like you, okay, it doesn't, okay, if you don't want the flu shot, okay. But like when it comes to this vaccination against a huge thing that wasn't just nationally, it was very much globally and affected yeah. almost anybody that you could think of. And you have the audacity to just be like, well, it's not in my inner circle. I don't care. You know, and it's, yeah. that's so much you. And that's so much mm -hmm. like inside of you and just like worrying about you, you, you. When there are other people that could be like, if we were all just more about us mm -hmm. as a group, as a society, as as much as we want, like as we said, as like a, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the United States tries to say like, we're the melting pot where we mm. accept everybody we are as one and when you're mm -hmm. an american you're an american and you, we stand by that and there's so many things that you could do and then people just write you off as not being that and mm. we're so as much we just like give off this energy where we're like hey be part of us but also don't you right. know what i mean and it's so funny but also every man for themselves exactly yeah. and it's yeah, thank you i'm like trying to struggle <laughs> I have all these thoughts like racing in my head because it's it's just sad to see like I'm at this point now where I'm not really like sad like mad about it I'm just sad I'm just like and it's expected this sucks. it's like yeah yeah it's disappointing mm -hmm. and you're just like wow cool another, great another time that I had to deal with this and it's like honestly I'll probably still wear a mask for like the rest of my life because I really don't see a life beyond not mm -hmm. wearing a mask at some point mm -hmm. and I think it'll take me a long time to get over like not being in huge crowds anymore mm. and. And that sucks. Like, I, like if we all came together and did something and did what we were supposed to do, like, barely the, mar the bare minimum, which is just getting vaccinated, 
then I just, there's so much more possibility Mm -hmm. that we could have. Well, and I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, if we really want to get into this and look at the history of, you know, the United States and what we were formed on and who formed the country and, you know, with what resources and under what values and ideas, it makes sense that we, over, you know, two centuries, three centuries of propaganda, I don't want to just, like, come right out and say it, but just, and not overt propaganda in that the founding fathers were like, you know what would be cool if we just, like, brainwash all of these people into thinking these certain things with exactly. these propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, like, over time, the idea of what America is and, you know, the American dream, you know, the, the um, just the idea that you can do anything and if you just work hard enough and you see that over decades and decades of wars and you know, politicians and political parties and now pandemics, it's like, it makes sense that the narrative is so ingrained and it's so divided because the narrative has had so much time to grow and mutate, just like this freaking virus, you know? Right, right. It's like, it's had so much time to insert itself into people's minds without, without people even thinking about it. Because one, a lot of people in America don't care to know or to yet go see other places in the world right they don't really care to learn about you know and I think our school system at least in the schools that I've worked at and have attended myself like world geography and world history and a global understanding is like the bottom of the list on things to learn about right. so I think it's just such an isolated idea um, that has just you know, festered and grown into this every man for themselves individuality that other countries don't have because their history and their ancestors and their grandparents and their parents have taught them and shown them different ideals and values. Right. Yeah. And this, what you're saying right now reminds me of this short story that I read, um, and like probably, it was written by Shirley Jackson, Mm -hmm. who wrote Frankenstein, right? And so she um, has this short story out called The Lottery. Well, not out. It's not, like, out. didn't just drop or anything. Mm-hmm. It's been out for a really long time. Um, and basically it's about, like, the society that just, like, every year, by chance, somebody gets selected. And um, the selection is basically getting stoned in front of everybody. And, like, people just throw stones. Not and- with marijuana. No, 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 Sorry. no, no. But just like has a chill it's time. It's really like, dark is, theme. This I is get very it. But... Dark, this is darkness, right? I just here. had to make that clear. No, yes, that was funny though. That was good. Um, but yeah, people are like getting publicly. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't it's say it. Are getting like oh, publicly so mutilated by yeah. stones. Okay, yeah, like out. And it, this is like 21st century. Like people are slow, and this is a short story doing it right. Uh-huh. And they're doing it, and they don't know why they're doing it. They've just been told mm-hmm. from generations and passed down. This is just how it that is. That this is what you're supposed to do. And this is always going to be happening. And then mm-hmm. some people built on these superstitions, like, if we don't do it, we're not going to get this and this. Or it's not going to be, like, a better, it's not going to be a better year. It's going to be a terrible year. Yeah. And it's just funny to think, because, like, I think that is, like, for being written, I think she, what, she wrote it in 1948, mm-hmm. very much relates to society today after mm-hmm. a, a many years have you know come and gone since this the lottery has been written but it's still like you can still take this theme and apply it to how this like our society 
wants change and we want like with technology we want change like we 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 want to go to the moon we mm. want to go explore space and the, and the ocean and these things we need to change as a society we have to change our ideals but when it comes to like things that are here and attainable and not out of earth it's like we don't want to change we don't want to do anything that's a little different because what if we do something different what mm-hmm. if we what if we be different what if we we evolve together and we be better sure then yeah. it's going to change everything that I've ever known, that I've ever been told. Yeah. And it's just like, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Like, itself. you want to change as a person, and you're ever-changing, and there's not a time where you won't catch up with yourself because you are changing with your environment, with the things that are happening to you, and all these things, and it's just like... Yeah, from generation to generation. You have to you accept it yeah. at a point, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, blindly adapt, you know, the tendencies of one generation into yours because we're not, we're not in the 1700s when the second amendment was written saying right. that anybody can bear arms now we have machine guns <laughs> you yeah, know you don't we didn't have, have before before like, we had to load like yeah, when that right. when that when that was written Freaking you muskets, had to load like, muskets. Okay. <laughs> it took you 10 minutes yeah. or some shit yeah, like I don't know you had about to guns, really but at the same load time. it yeah and they took it took time it took like thought like you had time yeah, yeah. to react yeah, yeah. to what you were doing but now it's like shit here you are yeah. boom you're gone you know what i mean yeah. just like that woman who was on the news she she shot a a man, a person of color, in, in their car, and they were getting pulled over for expired tags. Mm. But then he was resisting because he was like, you can't just get me out of my car because I have expired tags. Right. You're doing it because I look a certain way. Sure. And you think you have this idea of me and blah, blah, blah. And so she, he was, like, resisting to get out of the car, and there's, like, these two cops, like, trying to pull him out mm-hmm. of the car. And she goes and reaches for a taser when, oops, it was a gun. Yeah. And she shot him and killed him, like, right there. And, and you know what's sad is I know exactly what you're talking about. As, as, as soon as you started talking about getting pulled over for expired ties, I know I can see the woman's face. I can see the victim's face. I can see what you're talking about. And I can't remember anybody's names because it happens so fucking often. It happens. It happens so fucking often. There's so, so often, many names. And it's, it's like every day. It's yeah. Something different in a so... different place. And it's so unfortunate because I think at a, as a point <clears> too, <throat> at some point we're going to become very desensitized to it, well, which I think if, is if like, already, especially on the news about like school shootings, mm-hmm. like it is very sad and I do feel that, but I also feel like I'm at this point where I'm not shocked. No, not at all. I'm like, yeah, an- another one. Like, are you joking? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, okay. And then I don't, ha- I barely have enough time to process that until something else has happened. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Sh- not cool, but like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, what am I going to do shit. with this information? Yeah. How do I help? What do I do? <clears throat> okay, something else has happened. Okay, How do like, I help? What, what do I do? I do? <laughs> yeah. And then it's just you're stuck in this limbo, this mm-hmm. vicious cycle, yeah. right? And yeah, well, that was how I kind of felt when um, the Denver shooting had just happened uh, a couple weeks ago. And, um, Anna had texted me and said, did you hear about the shooting today? And I didn't like, it didn't make my stomach drop. It didn't make me go, what? It didn't make me, you know, react like I might've, you know, five, six years ago. It was just like, oh, there's a shooting today. Like, let me look it up. Like, no, I didn't hear, like, no, like, I (laughs) I didn't hear about that. Like, no, like, where was it? Um, you know, I went to look it up and then, you know, I saw four people were shot. I saw that it was in Lakewood, you know, right where, you know, around Anna, and then she goes, you know, she sends me the link to the list of victims, you know, and she's like, yeah, actually she was my cousin, you know? Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, and now I feel, now yeah. I feel that pain and now I feel right. that shock. It's and like that I regret. need that, that, that crazy connection. Right. I need something more 
to feel something more. Because otherwise, it's like, yep, like it's horrible, but it's also, you know, I think important to reflect and realize that that was my reaction of just like, no, I didn't hear about the shooting. Like, right. what was it? You're you know, like, where? Yeah. When? Yeah. Was it in a different state? Yeah. Was it down the street? Like, you just. And what was it? Was it a school this time right. or a movie theater or a grocery store? No, it was like, a tattoo oh, parlor. A tattoo parlor? Cool. cool. I'm going to go get a tattoo here in a couple yeah. of weeks. And now I'm afraid that yeah. maybe the, the, the one time that I'm in this tattoo shop for like every, what, every six months mm-hmm. and I, it's just that one day and they could take it away. And I think like, I don't know, like when I, what's crazy is that I just went to go see the new Spider-Man movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember being in there and I was in the front row because I don't sit anywhere else unless I have like the railing to put my feet on. Sure. And I remember looking over and I was like, I have this every time I'm in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do if a shooter comes mm-hmm. in? Where do I go? Anytime I go in any protect, room, really. Do I protect myself? Yeah. But I, I catch it more when I'm in the theater. Sure. More than I'm anywhere else for some reason. Like, when, but I'm in a theater. I'm like, because... Well, I think that's it, what affected us show? the most. Yeah. That like, was the guess... first time, you know, that Aurora oh, God, shooting yeah. theater was like, we were both, you know, at a younger, more impressionable age. Right. And it was just like... Well, this... my friend texted me and they were like, I was supposed to go to that theater to go see yeah. a, a movie premiere. But I ended up not going. I went to a different theater instead, and Mm -hmm. I was like, and that's when I think, yeah, that's when I was like, oh, shit, like, Mm -hmm. that could have, you could have been there, you could have had to experience, you should have, you shouldn't have to experience those things, and I'm I'm so glad you're safe, but also, like, that could have been you. Or, like, the Boulder King Supers, you know, both of us lived in, went to school in Boulder, that was our grocery store if we needed to go. When that shooting happened, I remember, I was there a day before, I was in that area, Uh I was, like, at the... Because now it's, like... Shopping center. Right. But I was at the... um, Because it's a Whole Foods now. It's not that, like, other... It's some other grocery shop. But it's Whole Foods now. And I remember being there with Katya. And then, like, a day before. And then I was, like, literally down the street when it happened. Like, I think I was on the highway. And Mm -hmm. I was passing Table Mesa. Yeah. And I remember, like, after seeing it, there was, like, shooting there. Kind of almost wanting to drive by it. Because I'm like, this is crazy. Like... I live so close to it. And how did I happen to not be there? Right. And I'm having friends who like text me that live in Michigan or Kentucky and they're like, oh my God, they know that. Like, dude, are you okay? You know, they're like, are you okay? Like, did you go to the grocery store today? You know? And me having to say like, well, that was my grocery store, but I moved two months ago. You know? It's like, what if it was two months ago? Or what if it was, yeah. Or driving down the street like before it happened. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is kind of. I mean, have you, here, here's a kind of a transition into a different topic, but also along the same lines. Have Perfect. you seen the movie Don't Look Up yet? No, but I do understand the reason behind it mm-hmm. and, like, what the theme is for it. Sure. Which is easy to think, like, okay, as a society, we don't believe in, and what the scientists tell us, obviously, because Dr. <coughs> Fauci tells us we should get our, our shots, and then people are like, well, you're just some scientist. You're a you lizard. You don't know anything. Like, <laughs> like, you have no thoughts in your head, and you've been a scientist for how long in your in your life? Yeah. But I'm not going to believe you. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else like, tells me, sure. and they have no idea how to break down a scientific lab. Right. You know, like the basic fifth grader lab. Yeah. Well, I think it started, The I think the director started writing it and preparing for it before COVID. Mm -hmm. It was originally supposed to be... Like the dystopia. It was originally supposed to be like an allegory for climate change, you know? Um, Because it is. Especially with, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and um, whatever, you know, it's it's supposed to be about... It was originally supposed to be about climate change. And then, you know, as COVID came up, it it also really started turning the focus on um, misinformation and the media and politics and... Uh, 
entertainment bit like the entertainment world and how they're all just messed up and mixed and you know intertwined and you can't have politics without social media these days and you can't have politics without them being connected to entertainment and you can't have entertainment artists without them being you know and also the division that we were talking about earlier how you have people that are saying just look up you can see the fucking comment coming and then you have the opposite people who are literally saying don't look up you know there there's two like protests going on and it's the most blatant demonstration of just do it don't do it you know and having that dichotomy having a black and white having a like you have this option or you have this option and there's nothing in between you know yeah and it's just it's a very interesting thing because you can almost apply that that theme that allegory that 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 situation to almost anything that happens but in life because it is just yeah. constantly happening and they they do i think the movie some people didn't like it and which tells I, you a lot about that kind of person right and i loved it i thought it was horrifying and reflective and humorous and sad and you know all of these just like juxtaposition type feelings right. that all are happening and happening at the that same time. That you don't time. get in a lot of movies. And they did it in a way that was like almost everything that happens in that movie has like another meaning. If you just if you just paused it and thought about it for, for like thirty seconds, yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> they it just does a really good. The actors, it's a stacked cast. The actors do a great job. I had there were moments where I giggled, like laughed out loud, and there were moments where I was like, I'm gonna fucking cry. Like this is exactly how it is right now, and right. we're not ever gonna get out of this. And if this was happening to us, it would be the exact same thing, and we would all die. And you know, so it's hard not to. If you're ever feeling in like a mad at the world mood, I think you shouldn't watch it. But at a time where, <laughs> which is always for me. Yeah. Well, I I had watched it a couple of days before the um, Denver shooting that we were just talking about. My mom was like really upset about it. You know, it was just like angry and you know frustrated and I told my dad to watch don't look up and she's like oh I heard that was really good and I was like mom don't watch it at least for a couple days you know like you just can't really just wait for a second (laughs) and then try to go yeah you have to take it you have to titrate it in little doses you know of how much you can you know how much analysis of the world you can take but I I do really recommend it um I felt educated afterwards it doesn't sound like you're trying to lecture somebody on a topic they don't want to like hear Mm -hmm. because i think for a lot of people on the other on the other side (laughs) who like are anti a lot of things don't want to be sat and lectured at sure like don't want to be told what to do it's only going to push them further which makes sense yeah Yeah. which is like fine but this how you're describing this movie because i just haven't seen it because i haven't time to watch it like it's definitely something i've sure been like waiting to watch because i remember seeing the commercials for it first and not you mean like because the trailers beginning the early trailers don't really tell you much about it until mm-hmm. like later and it just it seems like a great movie and i <laughs> lost my train of thought i have no idea what, I'm <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is that like it doesn't sound like it's it's very lecture forward and being like oh you you could do better you should do this you should do that and like whatever you know what i mean yeah on a different note i'm just like i have my computer out in front of me so i can see like the little sound bars and going, going up and down <laughs> and when i just laughed at you then it was just like it's, the bars spiked, spiked like way up and down yeah, you know like on tiktok now terrified when you to hear scream that. into the microphone it like um just like what's the word clears out so like you don't hear anything no so, like, <laughs> The only reason I know this is because there's people, like, on my feed who are, like, 
when you when you scream, you don't hear the scream anymore. It doesn't like cap out. It just like goes blank. Yeah. Like, it's like silent. Yeah. And it's for some reason that reminded me of that. Well, I'm just terrified to like <laughs> listen to that back because I know it's gonna be like, you know, people are gonna have it on a certain volume. You know, I'm gonna have it on like volume twelve <laughs> in my car. I know. Whenever I'm and laughing, I'm like laugh. going away. I'm like, please. <laughs> and and then it's just this, you know, my cackle, which was when we were doing Fresh on the Dead Cat. It was like always the thing that I. I would just cringe every time I hear it. No, we're better now. We're better than that. <laughs> we're better. We can't. Well, this is just a little tester episode, so, yeah. you know, if this, it sucks. If this goes right, then, we'll, then you'll hear it, and you'll hear this. But if, but it, if it sucks, doesn't... like, you'll never hear this ever again. No. <laughs> we might put tidbits of this on something, like some social, social media, maybe, but... Unless it's Stay really tuned. good. Unless this, like, this situation we've got going works out with the... <laughs> I mean, we've got our microphones um, set up on this little, you know, coffee table that doesn't fit the room. They are clamped onto the coffee table that does not fit the room. And um, I like it. Yeah, we're on opposite sides. I think we're far enough away that we're not catching each other's sound. I don't know. We probably could have checked that. I see when I look, I see you're like really small. Yeah, same. Which in editing might be a pain in the ass to like, you know, go down. But it also, like, noise. will be fine. Like, I, I think, if anything, it'll add to, like, a room experience. I also know that at the beginning of us recording, I think I kind of, le- I kind of forgot to kind of keep my mouth near the microphone, so I probably <laughs> moved my head around a lot, and hey, I think the sound kind of was like, Whoa. One day we will be in, in the home recording studio, and yeah. it will be the legit recording studio, and then there'll be listeners like us, and we listen to... Um, my favorite murderer. We're mm-hmm. like, wow, the audio is a lot better. Yeah. Than when you listen to Steven, we need a Steven. Episodes. Who's gonna be our Steven? We need somebody to. Yeah, sit honestly, and make, if do everything could for come us, help us figure out. <laughs> so that we could just sit here and talk and just like you know. Yeah, I don't want to not do anything. If I spiked or not, yeah. like, I don't give a shit. We could just like not do I mean, any I give work. A shit, but, like, I just don't want to do any work. I just want to sit here and talk, and then yeah, somebody else just do all of the other stuff. We've talked for almost fifty minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. That's going to be a bitch to edit. (laughs) So I guess we should edit then. Save save future Callie some stress. (laughs) It's two minutes of stress. No, it'll be okay. (sighs) There'll be some of it where I've like sat and I've been like, "Uh, uh, you know, like there's space. Yeah. That I could chop it up. Yeah, we'll see. And then it sounds like... <laughs> that sounded like that Christmas song. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, we have um, a concert to go to. We can watch our friend play music. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening to the Four Corners podcast. All Corners covered. If you've gotten this if you've gotten this far, <laughs> thank Sorry you. Sorry for wasting almost an hour of your day. Hey. See ya. Hey. That's all right. <laughs> it's all right, all right, all right. Or right, right. circle. Okay. All, all corners covered. <laughs>